Why are nonprofit staff being paid so poorly? Why are we not innovating? Why are nonprofit leaders not investing in fundraising properly? We think it's because the nonprofit sector is afraid to embrace overhead. Join us for our podcast today, where Richard and I discuss how the failure to embrace overhead is hurting our sector and what we can do right now to change it. Welcome to the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group, featuring Richard Perry and Jeff Schreifels. Twice a month, we bring you the latest and best thinking about major gift fundraising, so you can develop authentic relationships with your major donors. Here are your hosts, Richard and Jeff. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Jeff Schreifels, and I have Richard Perry with me. And Richard, today we're going to talk about a subject that both of us get really riled up about, Mm -hmm. but especially you. And that is overhead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, that's that dreaded word that every nonprofit leader and supposedly, supposedly every donor just hates. But Jeff and I want to discuss it on this podcast today because we want to help the nonprofit community uh, to, to choose a different path. I mean, rather than run away from it or deny it, to embrace it. Embrace overhead. Exactly. I mean, this whole notion that overhead is bad, I think, is is hurting everyone. Mm -hmm. It's hurting the nonprofit, their staff, uh, the idea of innovating within the nonprofit, Mm -hmm. and it's really hurting donors. But before we get into all of this, let's just make sure that we're speaking the same language, Richard. And why don't you tell us what what exactly is overhead? Well, overhead is anything that's that's not considered program in a nonprofit and program is defined as the money that's directed to to solving the problem or addressing the situation that the pro, that the uh, nonprofit exists to solve. Right. But it's but it's traditionally things like fundraising, certain portions of fundraising. Right. Admin, you know, uh, building expense facilities, HR, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, that is not not uh, direct, direct program expenses, right? Uh, that that's that's the general. I mean, there's a whole lot of detail to that, but that's the general. That's the general. Okay. So there seems to be two big problems with overhead in the nonprofit space. One, nonprofit leaders they want to keep overhead as low as possible because two, they think and fear that uneducated donors don't want their gifts to go towards overhead. And so that's, I mean, that's kind of it, right? Yeah. And this is what's really crazy a bit, but yeah, to, to be simple about it. Yeah, that's it. And this has caused a lot of damage in our nonprofit sector because we have this scarcity mindset or this kind of this demented sacrificial mindset that you yeah. You should spend as little money as possible that is not directly part of the projects, the direct expense of projects and programs yeah. that are meeting a society, a societal need or that, that the nonprofit's addressing. But you and I agree that it's really messed up because you, you need a healthy overhead to actually make the mission happen. I know. I mean, that's exactly it. And the other crazy thing here is that this idea that overhead has to be so low has, I mean, in a sense, trained donors to think that the higher the overhead, 
the more wasteful the nonprofit is. I know. And, uh, and it, this whole thing is really sad to me because it's, it's kind of making the nonprofit uh, organization and our entire sector worse. Uh, and, you know, why do we see such high turnover? Because nonprofits pay uh, in general, this is a general statement, pay pretty poorly. Yeah. Uh, because you got to keep overhead low. Right. Uh, and, you know, or, or they, they skimp on this expense or that expense. Uh, it's why we don't see investment in innovation of programs or fundraising and so on. And, and speaking of fundraising, and you know me, I could go on for hours on that, but how many times, Jeff, have we heard of a nonprofit treat their major gift offers in such a way that they're just leaving the organization because some other nonprofit would pay them $5,000 or more a year. I mean, way too many. I mean, we've heard of and worked with major gift officers who are very high performers. I mean, really, really good at what they do. And they help bring in a ton of revenue. Yet, somebody else over there, because they weren't treated well, another organization said, hey, you know, instead of uh, $75,000, we will pay you eighty. And, the, and they go back to the other, the not the, the nonprofit that they're working with now are like, we can't pay you that. We, you got to stay within our guidelines of pay. Um, you can't make more than this person or that person. Um, and they don't understand that keeping a good person is, is so much cheaper than letting someone go. Well, I know. Investing yeah, in that person. Yeah. And it does all have this, it goes down to this really crazy, you know, poverty type of mentality that we mm -hmm. should all be working, you know, and it's why you see so much burnout. I mean, yeah. the nonprofit doesn't want to hire enough people because they got to keep that overhead low. Mm -hmm. So the staff, some of them are working 50, 60, sometimes 70 hour weeks mm -hmm. because, you know, they got to get it done. And well, if I don't do it, the mission's not going to be carried out. You know, they have this whole mentality and I think leadership preys on you know, staff to think that way, because, you know, you're working for a nonprofit, you got to work hard and for low pay. <laughs> yeah. And we're not going to get the mission done if you don't do it. I mean, right. I mean, that's right. Now, going back to what you said about gift officers leaving, you can see the damage it does to relationships with donors. Yeah. I mean, how ironic to think that donors won't give to overhead. So we pay poorly. Yeah. Then don't provide the right management and the major gift officer leaves every 18 months, which then hurts the relationship with donors. I mean, it's a horrible cycle. I know. I mean, <laughs> I'm just depressed now. <laughs> but seriously, how do we break this cycle? Well, I, I think there's several points. And, and one big one is to retrain leadership on, 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 on this whole overhead thing. Yeah. This reminds me of a story uh, that I was I was in a board meeting uh, once and, and the board chair was was actually an acquaintance of mine. And so I mm. I could talk to him the way I'm going to tell you I talked to him. But it, but it was he was he was head of a, of a major. I mean, he was an owner of a major um, uh, computer chip company in, in California. OK, very wealthy, very successful and all that. And so we had talked to the nonprofit about increasing its expenditure in donor acquisition, which in turn would bump up the overhead 
uh, uh, percentage, about a, a point or two, you know, percentage. Yeah. Yeah. And we knew that, and let's call this guy, uh, you know, Paul. The, yeah. The, the, and, and so we knew Paul would be really upset about this. And so we get in the board meeting and sure enough, uh, uh, Paul is just like beside himself, like with this overhead thing. And so I said to him, I said, uh, Paul, you know, I just, I noticed I was reading uh, that, that last year you had unbelievable profits in your company. I mean, uh, and you've grown it to such great success, just under a billion dollar, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I says, you know, I've got some ideas for you on how to actually increase your profits next year. And, um, and, and I said, just, just hang here with me, Paul, because this does have something to do with this topic we're talking about yeah. in this board meeting. And he says, well, go ahead. And I says, well, here's the thing. You can outsource, uh, you can outsource uh, your, uh, your uh, HR. Yeah. And I, I think if you reduce your distribution a little bit and your sales expense, uh, you can save some money there. And I went through a, a whole bunch of overhead uh, yeah. areas that he could reduce or outsource and reduce some costs. And I, and I said, and you could, you'd make a lot of profit. And he says, well, I agree that I could make more profit, but it'd be a, it'd be a short cycle, Richard. And furthermore, uh, I, I couldn't run my business if I, if I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I paused long <laughs> pregnant pause <laughs> yeah. and basically said, well, well, Paul, how do you think this nonprofit's going to run its business? Uh, if we don't have the proper inputs to make it run. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, he, uh, he lowered his head and he says, Oh, I see your point. And so then we, we got our extra investment. We bumped it up a couple points in terms of overhead. Yeah. It was short lived because we got more donors in the door. Yeah. And, and then they contributed to a healthier economy, which dropped the percentages back down again, but it took about a year, year or two. Gosh, I wish you could take that story and every board member and every CEO, executive director in the nonprofit sector would hear that and just sit and think about that for a bit. I know. I mean, so that's the first point. Retrain yeah. leadership's idea about overhead. There is nothing that exists in the commercial world that we could have. This pen that I'm holding on to, yeah. the mic that I'm talking into, the computers that we're, we're using for, for this podcast. All of it has overhead built into it. It would not exist if it didn't have overhead. Why is it we think that the nonprofit, that, that for a nonprofit overhead is bad? So, so um, that's, I think, the second point is reframing overhead as necessary and incorporate it into everything the organization does mm -hmm. so that the, all the programs and projects include all the overhead costs. So reframe yeah. that it's necessary and yeah. then... Thirdly, incorporated into everything the organization does. So it's included in the cost in the costing. And then you get the true cost of things. And then the fourth thing is to retrain donors by talking to them about why overhead is important. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in fact, you know, when we've gotten into these discussions with donors on, on a one-to-one -one basis, the vast majority of donors actually get it. Yeah. And they're more than understanding about why the cost of the program includes another you know, 10, 15, 20%, 30% of overhead. And they're happy to invest in that, in that, uh, in that project. Exactly. Um, and we have, as you know, we have a whole program where we take the budget of a, uh, 
of a nonprofit and reframe it into donor offers, which basically includes the, the overhead for all the program categories and subcategories in the organization. So that when you're talking to a donor, you say, this is what it costs to do this. And it includes the overhead, which it should. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, those, are, those are the four points in terms yeah. of like, well, I think what we've got to do to break the cycle. And so that process you were talking about that we do, that's called that. That's the donor impact um, portfolio. portfolio. Yeah. Yep. And so when, when an organization goes through that process, what does it do for them? What is it? What are, what happens to that organization when they go through that process? Well, first of all, every single penny of the budget, every single penny is actually attached to a program category or subcategory. And that's a revolutionary thought because then now you're not kind of bifurcating the budget into these two things. Right. Now here's, here's program and you know, that's blessed and good and wonderful. And here's that nasty overhead, those two things. Right. It's basically, here's what we're trying to do on the planet. And here's what the categories and subcategories are. And here's what it costs for each of them. And we're done. Yeah. Uh, That's how it should be. Exactly. I mean, it's crazy. It isn't that way. (laughs) I know. But just think if everyone could just finally get real with this overhead thing and accept it as necessary for not only getting the mission done, but creating a workplace that honors the staff, you know, gives them the appropriate technology. I mean, how many nonprofit staff are working with, you know, 10 year old computers, all that stuff. Yeah. That allows them to work reasonable hours. Yep. Yep. Pays them well, especially those folks that are generating the revenue. Then they invest in innovation and fundraising because they're thinking about the long term and not just now. Right. Jeff, I mean, I'm telling you, that it would be a whole new ball game if that's what happened. I'm abs- I'm absolutely convinced of that. I mean, we have to break this cycle of, of poverty with non nonprofit organizations. And and donors will respond. I'm I'm I mean we're very confident about that because it's going to take nonprofit leaders to stop being fearful, yeah, and start talking to donors about it and taking the risk of breaking that cycle. I mean, they do. I got to tell you, Richard, if there is someone that is hearing this podcast today and you know a leader that is doing just that, breaking that cycle. We want to hear from them and put them on this podcast. I know. Let's do that. So we, tell us. We need to do that. We want to know what are they doing with this overhead thing and that's destigmatizing it and changing the perception into something that's actually a positive thing. Boy, that would be great. I would love that. So, hey, if you're interested in what Richard was talking about with that donor impact portfolio work, please reach out to us. We can show you what that's all about. Go to veritasgroup.com. And under our services tab, hit donor impact portfolio. And once there, you can learn more and contact us. So thanks for listening in on Mm -hmm. our discussion today. I'm sure we'll be talking about it much more in future podcasts. And thanks. And we'll see you next time. See you later. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group. Richard and Jeff also write an ongoing blog that you can subscribe to for free at veritasgroup.com. Please join us again next time.